Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Morning Markets here at True Potential. I'm Kevin Kidney, and today's focus is going to be exclusively on China, and we're going to build on comments from our CIO, Jeff Casson, from yesterday. So yesterday, Jeff Casson introduced the default of Evergrande, and this reflects wider pressures within the commercial and residential property sector in China. Yesterday morning, the authorities in China actually surprised markets by cutting interest rates. So the medium term loan facility, the interest rate on that was cut by 15 basis points, 0.15%. Now markets were actually underwhelmed by that. It's a very small rate cut and it's a lending rate which isn't actually that sensitive for the real economy. Markets were hoping for rate cuts to rates which are actually more sensitive for the mortgage market, five year rates, and that didn't come through but markets are now building consensus, expecting further rate cuts ahead. However, the reaction within markets such as the equity market was very poor, and share indices on Hong Kong exchanges, for example, fell 2% through yesterday morning following the underwhelming rate cut. And this really exemplifies wider malaise within Chinese assets. The bond market reaction yesterday was for a further decline in bond yields, that is, prices rose. And we've now got bond yields which are almost on a par with the heightened crisis of COVID back in 2020. The currency, the Chinese yuan, is actually near some of the all-time weakness post-China entering the World Trade Organization in early 2000. And we also saw broad-based weakness away from Hong Kong exchanges, but on mainland equity indices in China as well. So both bond, currency and equity markets all reflecting weakness. So what is the issue here? Well, it's actually a wider problem within credit markets. That is, China has possibly exhausted the ability to generate growth by lending and building commercial property. Over the last 15 years, fixed asset investment growth has actually declined from around about 30% post-GFC to now around about 3%. So that is, investment in manufacturing, investment in buildings has actually fallen. And these are buildings that are used for employment, and for production, for manufacturing. So what's left is building for commercial development and for residential development. And China made a decision during COVID to restrict lending practices and try and delever the economy. And that has actually caused a massive crisis of confidence amongst homeowners. And we've seen price declines in the value of new apartments. And we've also seen sales collapse. In some mega cities in China, sales have declined by as much as 40%. And that is why we are seeing rate cuts. There's very little room for China to do fiscal stimulus, such as tax cuts or the sort of Bidenomics we've seen in the US because it runs a very unique fiscal policy compared to Western economies. It runs a fixed exchange rate, so it can't overstimulate its economy for fear of inflation and capital flight, that is money leaving domestic China. So it's forced really to rely on interest rates. And as you can see, that with interest rates being, the cuts being so small, only 15 basis points, they are probably approaching the lower bound for the stimulus that they can do. So what do we expect going forward? Well, it's likely there will be further rate cuts to try and stimulate the mortgage and property market. However, it's likely to have little effect in the short run because it's going to take time, as we've seen in Western economies, for this recession within the property market to feed through. But this isn't really where true potential portfolios are obviously focused our equity weights have particularly been focused on the US where there's the highest growth and we've been like that for the last nine months. 
So we're not that exposed to the domestic malaise within China. So that's all for today, but please join us tomorrow where we'll focus more on Europe and the initial flash PMIs for services and manufacturing activity in mainland Europe and some indicators from US. Thank you. <laughs>